Hey friend, welcome to The Problem with Perfect. We are a cross-generational conversation that focuses on creating a meaningful, imperfect life through the lens of our mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health. Each week, we will share our own experiences as recovering perfectionists or use our journalistic training to interview expert guests. We promise to be transparent and real in that each episode will leave you uplifted, encouraged, and believing you are enough. So pull up a chair and have a seat. There's always a place for you at our table. Welcome back to another episode of The Problem with Perfect. Hey, Robin, it's November. It, that is exactly what I was thinking. Holy cow. It is almost the end of 2021. I know. It's actually really crazy. I don't know how the holidays snuck up on us this fast because it was like, oh, it's finally starting to be like fall. And now it's like, boom, holidays. What are you doing? Where are you going to be? Who will you be with? And you're like, oh, it's too much. I'm already stressed. And the holidays literally just got here. We just took the calendar and now it's like, oh, wait, I'm supposed to have this all figured out. Yeah, it is really crazy. So we kind of wanted to talk about that today because there's this crazy feeling that sometimes when you are planning your holidays, you can be upset because of how much your plans can disappoint others. And it's not that you did anything wrong, but it's something in disappointing others that makes you feel like a disappointment. So we kind of want to unpack that a little bit today. Oh, just saying that, Rachel. Right. Because I can have all of these little points I want to make today, but then like the thought of actually calling my grandma or my Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And saying, Oh, by the way. Yeah. I remember I'm going to have some of those tough conversations ahead. I don't know about you. Yeah. I, I remember last year when I went to Christmas with Mason's family in Arizona, I just kept putting it off and putting it off, telling my Grammy that I wasn't going to be there because I just felt so mm-hmm. terrible. Uh, but I'll probably be there with her this year. <laughs> but it's hard. It's hard to tell people you love and especially who are used to having you there that you're doing something different. So I agree. And I'll just add to that, that the holidays are already stressful. Let's just take the whole schedule and where we're going to be and who we're going to be with at what times and making that all work and trying to make everybody happy. Mm -hmm. Like, let's just take that off the table and acknowledge that the holidays can just be very stressful and very tough for a lot of different reasons. And uh, I think it's just good to kind of think, why is that? What is it that makes the holidays a difficult season or at least can make them difficult? Yeah. So I have a couple ideas about that, Rachel. Oh, well, please tell me. Well, first of all, I think about, and this isn't necessarily true for me, but I know it's true for a lot of people. People get really stressed because the holidays mean not necessarily the schedule about being with their family stresses them, but being with their family stresses them because some of the people in their family are just toxic. Mm -hmm. And no matter what happens, that negativity, that misunderstanding, the conflict is always going to be there. And so just, just the thought of having to be with someone toxic is stressful. Uh, yeah. And especially because not all family dynamics or relationships are healthy ones. Like you were saying, they can even be Mm -hmm. toxic. They can be unhealthy. They can be needy, Mm -hmm. but they can be straight up toxic. And it's a time that is supposed to be 
uh, relaxing and rejuvenating. And for a lot of people, it's the very opposite. So I can see that. What are exactly, what about some of these other reasons? Uh, I think the holidays can be tough because they can often, often remind us of how things used to be. Should be. Used to be. Oh, used to be. Yeah. Like how things were like Mm. back when, whenever we all got along Mm. back before, I know like for me, the holidays are tough for me in the sense that, you know, they remind me of when my mom was alive and the, the routines and the things that she would do to make the holidays special. So I, I think, I don't think I'm alone that sometimes it just reminds you specifically of someone that's missing or a relationship that's dissolved or evolved, you know, and like, I'm even thinking like, I have cousins that I grew up with that I was super close to. Mm-hmm. And now on the holidays, sometimes it's like sad because it's like, I don't even know you. Yeah. And you don't get to see them. It is terrible. I, I think that's happening right now with my family too. And that all the cousins are starting to mm-hmm. get married or have small children. And so it's harder for us to all get together. And mm-hmm. it's tough because it's like, this is a one time a year we get to see each other. And now... Yeah. It, it makes it more difficult when there's kids involved or other families involved. And, and like you were saying, whether it's a death or whatever it may be changing family situations, that's, that adds a lot of stress to holidays. And that leads us perfect, Rachel, into the third reason. And that's just really where we're going to dig in today is that the holidays can be stressful whenever we're talking about creating new routines. So I think mm-hmm. this year, again, with COVID still being a reality that could particularly be stressful because I know there's a lot of differing opinions. I come from a big family mm-hmm. and, and, and there are a lot of opinions about the vaccine and who should have it and who shouldn't. Certainly there are people that are against wearing a mask if you're not vaccinated. And so it, it, that just in, in saying those things and, and articulating them and saying them out loud, it's, it's stressful because then decisions have to be made oh based my. on the comfort levels. Robin, that's terrible. I'm sorry. I am thankful. I don't have to deal with that. Thankfully, every single person, as far as I know that I would see in my family is all vaccinated. But oh my gosh, I can't imagine, especially with Matt, like I, everybody has different opinions, whether it's this or maybe another issue that I personally would just say, all right, well, see, I'm not coming. I don't know what you're planning on doing, <laughs> but I don't know what I'm planning on doing exactly either. But I also know that part of it's going to be Matthew's decision, right? Well, it's like, um, oh, do I see you for the holidays or do I potentially put myself at risk where I could die? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah. and the fact that they... I would hope that they would be very understanding if you didn't want to be there. Yeah, I would hope so too. So I'll let you know how that bridge mm-hmm. uh, goes when I cross it. But I really think that that's a, it's a good place uh, for us to sit for a second because I think you talked a little bit about it. Like last year was the first year you spent the holidays with Mason's family. Uh-huh. And so as the family dynamics become more complicated and the expectations of like, oh, well, you know, Mason's so-and-so can only be here this time. So, you know, Rachel, we want to have our Christmas this time. And then you find out that's the only time that your Grammy Grammy was going to have her, you know know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so from your perspective, I could see where that would be stressful. Yeah, I'm still kind of, I'm still dealing with that a little bit and it's harder because I think I was more willing to give up 
Christmas last year than giving up Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is like the one year that I see my Colorado family and I'm pretty sure I'm going to be giving up Thanksgiving this year. So (laughs) it's tough, but um, Uh it's just part of, it's like, you know, putting your person first and they have their family too. And, you know, I, we all want to see each other's family. So But, and also just coming up with a choice between the two of you as a couple and not necessarily because of pressures from the outside is something that I'm trying to be very intentional about. Yeah. Well, I think that that's a a good step is understanding what you want to be intentional about Mm -hmm. is, is a good, is a good way to start your decision-making, but I have to push back just a little bit Mm -hmm. because if you're giving up Thanksgiving and you're giving up Christmas, like, I don't know what I'm doing for Christmas. I have no idea. I haven't thought that far ahead. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I just, I just remember lots of, lots and lots of fun stories about disappointing my mother-in-law and then eventually my mom just saying, you know what? You just do Christmas day with, with Tom's family. It's fine. We'll celebrate Christmas another time. Mm-hmm. And I really love that she was so generous and wanted to avoid conflict for me. Yeah. But you know, when she died at a very young age, I was, that's one of the things that I was kind of uh, mourning and I was kind yeah. of mad about it. I was like, talk on it. You know, if I would have known that, you know, my mom was going to die at 62, that then I probably would have. Mm. Yeah. thought about things a little different. So I would just say, yeah, just don't, I don't want you to give, 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 and then end up in my shoes with regret, I guess is where I was going, but that's probably too much information. No, I think that's a good point. I mean, one hindsight is always 2020, right? And it is hard, especially as your parents get older or even your grandparents get older, because the times that you do see them are so precious. And there is something to be said about your mom just wanting to help strengthen your relationship with your mother-in-law, because as we've uh, had in episodes before, that can be so hard. But it is a balance. And I I don't want to necessarily get, I think what I'm starting to mull over in my head is that I don't want to get into a pattern where it's like, well, once a year we go with them and then once a year we go with them, it's right now going to be a little bit more case by case because I do want to make sure that I'm spending time with both sides of the family and getting to see everybody and not feeling like I have regrets or building any resentment. Yeah. Well, I love that you're thinking ahead and also that you're like saying it doesn't have to be a hard and fast rule. It can Mm -hmm. be negotiable because, you know, things happen and life changes. So good for you. (laughs) And I'm also listening to you taking that in as well, because, you know, this is the second year or I think, or second or third year that we've had Kyle Mm -hmm. as, you know, part of the family, but now it's like official. Yeah. Officially Um, official. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, you know, helping Madison and Kyle navigate the holidays as well. And then, you know, we have Matt who dates date someone seriously as well. So it's just getting complicated, Rachel. Yeah. And I'm curious if, uh, they, are they trying to spend the holidays together? Do you know? Well, we haven't had the conversation, but I would just assume so. Wow. So it's serious then it is interesting. And I will say this too, if you want like an inside tip from the adult child's perspective, please, please. I, 
I feel like the sibling does influence what the other sibling does. So it's like, I talk to my brother, I'm like, are you going to be in Kansas City? And if he says yes or no, that might influence my decision if I'm going to be there too. So sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then unfortunately in this situation, like what Madison does, like her schedule will probably dictate more of Matt's schedule Mm -hmm. for now, just for now. But all of that leads to, so what do we do with all that? Or is there anything Mm. that we can do to make this complicated season that's upon us less stressful where we can really just enjoy the time together? So we'll just spend the rest of our time with a few little tips for making the holidays fun and bearable, even whenever we know we're disappointing those people around us. Yeah, I think this is really good because I don't know about you, but right now is the time that everybody in my family are starting to have this conversation and my friends, their families are starting to have this conversation. So hopefully these tips can help equip all of our listeners as they start talking about that, of knowing how to navigate that in a more productive way and a way with boundaries. Yeah. So yeah. go ahead and give us that first tip. Okay. So the first one is to make a list of things that you say, okay, on Christmas or Thanksgiving or whichever holiday where you're, you're thinking about, I have to do blank. Oh, Whatever that's good. What is your have to do list? Like when I think about Christmas, I have to put the Christmas trees up. I have to decorate outside. I have to shop for this list of people. I have to do credit, credit cards. No, sorry. That's <laughs> after Christmas. <laughs> I have to do Christmas cards, you know, just thinking about Um, you know, I have to bake sugar cookies with the kids. I have to go to my grandma's Christmas, which is the Saturday before I have to, I have to go to this Christmas party, you know, like the list of have tos builds pretty quickly. Yeah. I was going to say, are all those things truly have tos? So that's the question, Rachel. Yeah. Are they, are they really have tos, but do I have to do all those things? Yeah. No. Right. (laughs) No. And at the heart of it is who am I afraid of disappointing? Everyone else besides myself. Probably. Right. Because (laughs) even like putting up a Christmas tree, I mean, I would miss putting up a Christmas tree, but a lot of those things like this party or that Mm -hmm. gathering, right. It's because I feel like I have to go because if I don't go, I'm going to disappoint someone. Mm -hmm. And then you end up getting really burnt out, which is what I tend to do. I know. So yes. And yeah. You don't enjoy any of them. Even uh, coming up with a list of priorities that give you feel like you still have to do it. You can even list it in an order of priorities to say, all right, here's if I absolutely, absolutely will not miss and then kind of fringe everything else out. And so that way, if you do have a partner or if you are working around someone else's schedule too you can easily know which ones you want to drop. That basically is my second tip. No. (laughs) Well done. Well done. And it's really about setting boundaries. And as you create new boundaries, like you don't all have to do what you've always done. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's really about saying what's most important to me about this holiday and who is most important to me this holiday. And 
that's the nice thing about COVID. And I'm sure you are going to talk about this too, but it's like that kind of put a reset on things and gave us permission to do holidays differently. Exactly true. Right. And so we should use that to our advantage right now. Exactly. And we can only use COVID as an excuse for, (laughs) not that you use it as an excuse, but if you want to have a different type of holiday or if you do have family members that are a little toxic, it's a great way to say not this year. (laughs) Well, and I just wonder, Rachel, can we just be honest with people and say, you know what COVID taught me is that it's okay to be home on Christmas day. It's okay not to spend Thanksgiving running to three different houses to make everybody happy because really you can only eat one turkey dinner. Let's be honest. Yeah. And even when you said that, I'm like, yeah, that's me just trying to say something that's still, oh, I would love to be there, but it's people pleasing. And it's out of that feelings of, I don't want to feel guilty by making someone else feel bad. Mm -hmm. So Robin, your advice is much better by saying, just be honest about it. Well, we do me a favor in a couple of weeks, um, ask me publicly on this podcast, how that's going. Yeah. Because I need to be held accountable because it's so easy to it really is. To go in being strong. And as I've said many, many times, we can't hold feelings in a boundary. boundary. Yeah. <laughs> and someone else's feelings at the same time. It's good advice. Yes, 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 yes. So on to the next tip. And that leads also bleeds into that conversation about being honest about, man, I just want to stay at home and have a quiet holiday and enjoy that, uh, is communicate early about your intentions and your schedule with those people that you're most fearful of disappointing. Mm. So it's not only being clear about it, but it's doing it early. See, the problem with that is that I am not very decisive Mm-hmm. And so it, in order for me to start those conversations early, I would have to not have all the answers. And I don't like that because mm-hmm. I ran into that problem recently where I thought maybe I was going to miss something, but I didn't want to say anything until I knew I had all the pieces. And then once I had all the pieces, I kind of wondered if I didn't give enough notice. It was still a week's notice, but, and with the holidays, <laughs> it's even worse. So <laughs> Like, yeah. So being like okay that. to live with that ambiguity is hard for you. Yeah. And because I would appreciate it too. I don't want someone to come to me and be like, Hey, I might be able to make it, but I might, I might not. I'm not sure it's going to depend on all these things. I would rather just have a, I'm going to be there. I'm not going to be there. And so in order to give that firm answer, sometimes I'll wait longer until I know for sure. Wow. That's interesting. I feel like I learned something about you because I do that to you all the time. Like, Hey, Rachel, I think we can meet at this time, but I might not be able to. So my, you're very flexible in that, in that situation. So, well, maybe I'm flexible with other people, but I'm cautious about how I come off when it's myself. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess like at the heart of that is still the whole idea that it's hard to disappoint people. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) just constantly reinforced about my people pleasing, which did I tell you my birthday goal this year is to stop people pleasing as much. Well, there you go. I'm just helping you with your birthday goal. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I hope that our listeners are having this aha moment with me. Like Mm -hmm. they may be thinking, Oh wait, yeah, that's hard for me too. And realizing the heart of this is 
the lack of boundaries, people pleasing, the making sure that everyone else is okay besides you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, is that the life you want to live? I'm well, trying to say no, but it's harder than it looks. It's harder than it sounds. Yeah. But I do encourage you in that and I applaud you for recognizing it. I say this out of love. I see you overwhelmed and stressed because <laughs> all the time you, you want to make everybody happy. And yeah, I still struggle that with that myself, but, but the older I get, the less I care. Well, so. that's good. That's the place I want to be. Oh, well, look, you just have to live 23 years longer and you'll get there. <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> all right. So last tip is this. Stop thinking about how things should be. Yeah, that's good. Right? Because when we think about, well, I should do this or I should do that again, when we should on ourselves, hmm? Mm -hmm. what does that feel like? Mm -hmm, First of all, second of all, when we think about all of those shoulds, where do they come from? Where do we get those shoulds in the first place? Uh, Yeah. I, I mean, expectations from others or expectations that we've put on ourselves probably. Right. Oh, well, and I would say it's a blend of those things. The expectations that we put on sell ourselves are because we see other people doing it. Mm-hmm. And that performance attitude, that imperfectionistic attitude as well, that you only mm-hmm. are going to be loved if you act perfectly, if you always meet expectations, whether that's from yourself or from someone else, that that's the mm-hmm. only way you're, you're going to be loved, which is tough because it's like that's not true but sometimes you have to do it the hard way and in those moments where you are disappointing people you are able to see oh do they really love me and are okay with my boundaries or is this truly just based Mm -hmm. on how I perform for them right what what I've done for them lately right Mm -hmm. which isn't really love yeah yeah and also I think about what you're saying in the context too of then like putting that perfection like let's make sure that our Christmas or our Thanksgiving looks like you know a Hallmark commercial mm-hmm. <laughs> no conflict no one gets snappy with one another no one you know says one thing too many that they shouldn't have said and no one storms off and gets fussy or no one falls asleep while the rest of us are doing dishes and ticks off <laughs> you know there's a hundred things right but that's not reality and I think it's all I think about Instagram and what we see on Instagram and just reminding ourselves that like, it's just a glimpse. Mm -hmm. Everything that we see is just a glimpse and life and holidays when we do it with people, even people we love is going to be messy. And so just having expectations and realizing things won't be perfect because none of us are perfect, but uh, it doesn't mean that we can't have a great holiday season. Yeah. Well, that's really good. So I hope that all of our listeners who are having these conversations right now, let's all be brave together and (laughs) hold our boundaries. And, uh, and this is really the start. We're already here in the holiday season. So the better that we can prepare ourselves now for not a perfect holiday, but a more realistic one, then the better off we're going to all be. So. Yeah. And don't be afraid to disappoint people. It's okay. Okay. That's good. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Hey, friend. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We're honored that you're sharing your day with us. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. That way you get a notification when new episodes are released. And hey, we'd love for you to share this podcast with your friends and family. So make sure you do that. And remember... 
Whatever you're going through, there's always enough grace for you today. So be sure to give it to yourself.